the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Did you hear the breaking news? Bud Light, its parent company, Anheuser-Busch, just got the biggest award over in Cannes. It's like the Oscars of the advertising world. And somehow or another, this company, which has lost some $27 billion in market cap ever since the debacle of Dylan Mulvaney, this company got the award for being the most creative advertiser. I mean, you can say that again. These guys were certainly creative. Were they not with this? Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the drill. You know the drill. The stock went down again, some $27 billion worth of market cap. New numbers out today showing that Bud Light sales continue to plunge. They are now down 27% because guess what? Guess what? People are really upset. And by the way, they're upset on both sides. So this is what you would call a marketing disaster. Okay, Bud Light at $56.69 a share down again today, more than a tenth of a percent. And it's all despite the big award. The big award. I mean, can you imagine? (laughs) So the one caveat is this award was actually given a, a short time before the whole Dylan Mulvaney incident. Apparently, up until then, they were doing just great, creative, beyond the creativity you could ever possibly have imagined. I mean, part of it was all because of the wonderkind Alyssa Heinerschneid, right? I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we Mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. So, <laughs> so of course, why wouldn't she win the big award at the con advertising verse, version of the Oscars, right? Like this is a big, big, big deal award. Uh, I'll get to what the head of marketing there at Anheuser-Busch had to say about it because 
can we just say there's, there's a thread of irony in all of this, in that this probably will go down in modern history as one of the worst marketing debacles ever. They should be studying it at her alma mater, at the CEO's alma mater, which happens to be Harvard University. I think Harvard University and HBS, Harvard Business School, ought to really look into this. So Bud Light wins the big award, and the irony is pretty darn incredible. Something that was not lost on the head of marketing now, who probably sees his job pretty much on the line. I mean, frankly, everybody there should see their job on the line when your stock loses $27 billion when the S&P keeps going higher. You got a problem. You got a problem, sir. When you actually turn over your market share to the the likes of Constellation Brands, another American company which actually owns Modelo, the rights to Modelo right here in the U.S., and now Modelo is number one after Bud Light had been number one like for generations, you got problems. You got serious problems. So the head of marketing said, look, it's very humbling, and he accepted the award. But here's the question. Why did they still get the award? There were multiple calls. For the awards committee, again, this is like the Oscars of the advertising industry, a very, very liberal industry. There were lots of calls for them to take this back, to rescind it. But they decided not to. They decided to go forward with it. And all I can say is it must be tremendously awkward to be Anheuser-Busch and get the marketing creativity Award of the year when you actually managed to sink your company some $30 billion and possibly take Bud Light out of existence altogether. Yeah, incredible. But this is what these companies are doing over and over and over again. I mean, this elemental flop from Disney Pixar, we're going to talk about that because, gosh, this is the lowest box office receipts the company's seen. In 28 years, it's the worst debut in 28 years, like in the company's history. So something's going on. And I I suspect it's the reality that Americans, you know, we just don't want all this stuff pushed down our throats. And people are speaking up in any way that they can. Here's something you probably don't want to check out at the movies. I am going to have to go because my kids have been wanting to see this. I should probably shield them from this stuff, right? But this is the new Disney Pixar film. Meet the residents of Element City. Air usually has their head in the clouds. Oh, my new jacket. Earth can be a little seedy. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing weird going on here. Uh, Just a little pruning. Water is always getting into something. Help! And fire? As ordered, we run a little hot. This shop is dream of our family. Someday it'll all be yours. But we all live by one simple rule. Elements cannot mix. You get it? Elements can not mix. There's a theme here. There's a Disney Pixar theme, just like there's a theme at Bud Light, just like there's a theme pretty much everywhere these days, just like there's a theme at Target. You know what? You better play by the rules or else. But we're going to make sure that we indoctrinate you along the way, right? We're going to make sure you know what those rules are. So there's a theme here that is kind of unavoidable. 
which would be the fire and ice. Like fire and ice, or fire and water, forgive me, fire and water are never, ever supposed to mix off limits. And so this is the story of a young girl who's trying to grow up to take over her family's store. They run like some kind of little shop. They're, they're not really welcome in the neighborhood because, well, they're fire. And people don't really like fire. So she's got this, her family's got this like little corner store, bodega type thing. And it's becoming more successful. And somehow, one day, she, she bursts a pipe and she stumbles across some water. And so there's this friendship that develops between the water and the fire. And the moral of the story is, you know, basically that elements don't mix, but maybe they can. And so they're kind of, you know, in their own little way, force feeding this constant message. And look, it's fine. Look, we are all very, very, I think, very empathetic, kind, open, giving people as Americans. It's part of our culture. And it's just a little annoying when we have to go to the movies and hear about it some more. Well, apparently I'm not alone in thinking that because when you look at the box office receipts, oh boy, this company, Pixar, like they're in trouble. They are in, they are in so much trouble that I've heard they, they've started this huge ad campaign on Nickelodeon trying desperately to get people in somehow, some way, because the box office receipts have been that bad. Worst debut in 28 years for Elemental. But again, people don't want to hear it. I mean, do you? It's like we don't want to drink it. We don't want to have to see it at the movies constantly. Enough already. Enough already. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.